So before we get started, I wanted to tell everyone about our new partners, Riss and Cal. You know, they were founded in 2019 by a nurse and a paramedic who wanted to teach their kids about charity, volunteering, and entrepreneurship. Yeah, and right now, portions of their sales are going to the American Red Cross to purchase N95 masks for doctors and nurses who are on the front lines of this COVID-19 pandemic. You know, you're probably asking, what do they sell? Their most popular product is their Frills cell phone accessory line. Basically, these are wireless earbuds, which are a perfect way to listen to your favorite podcast, Beers and Ears. You know, when I got mine, I opened it up and it immediately recognized it on my phone. I used them the entire time I did my spring yard work the other day. Yeah, I just started running and I I took them on a run and they worked fantastic. So listeners of Beers and Ears are getting some special savings. If you go to fourfrills.com slash shop, that is the number four, P-H-R-I-L-L-S, and at checkout, you enter the coupon code EARS, that is E-A-R-S, you'll get 15% off your order. And also, if you purchase a new set of earbuds, you're going to get a free silicone accessory case and free shipping. We'll put the link in the description of this podcast. And don't forget to use that promo code E-A-R-S. Let's get started with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Matt. We got a fun one for you today. Oh, my goodness, Matt. This episode is, I'm so excited to bring this episode to our listeners. Do you want to tell them what we are doing for today's episode? The Diz Games. And so both Casey and I are uh, big trivia people. We love Disney trivia. We love going to um, Disney trivia nights at uh, restaurants or bars or things like that. So we thought it'd be fun for us to each come with questions and try to stump the other person and see who can have the most stumps. Yes, and so I have got a pen and paper handy right now, Matt. I've got your name on one column. Um, my hand, or my, my, your, your name on one column, my name on the other, and every time one of us stumps the other person, we get a point. So if I stump you, I get a point. You stump me, you get a point. Um, and and kind of like you said, we're huge trivia nuts. Uh, all right. So being the giving person that I am, I'm going to let you go first with your first question here, Matt. Uh, and if you can stump me, you get a point. Um, if and you know what, I want to add, let's add a little bit of fun to this. So as we go along this way we can kind of we don't necessarily have to go in the order that we have them on our piece of paper as we go along let's increase the point total so this first round is worth one point the next round is worth two points that way there's a little bit of um gamesmanship of when we ask the certain questions what do you think Ooh, i i love it i love it i love open the game and as you at home play along with us see how many of these you can get Yes, I th- this is going to be fun. You mean at home? You've got a chance for twenty questions now to see how many of these you can get. And again, no googling, no checking online. You just got to kind of guess it. So, um, all right, Matt, fire away. Question number one, worth one point. All right, we're starting off easy. All right, what hand does Captain Hook have the hook on? Ah, I. You know what? I knew you were going to ask this question, and <laughs> I, and I've known the answer to this question, and I for, every time it comes up, I forget the answer. Okay, so what hand does Captain Hook have the hook on? Bear with me here. Yes. Um, let me see here. It is. I'm going off of the movie Hook, and I'm hoping it's right. I believe it is on his right hand. 
That is incorrect. It is really? on his left hand. It yeah. is on his left hand. Yikes. You know what? I should have known that. I should have known that. Okay. You get one point, sir. Congratulations. All right. I'm going to start off easy for you as well. All right. Which Disney castle is the tallest and how tall is it? Oh. And this includes the all all the parks, correct? This does all the parks, correct. All right. Well, I'm going. <laughs> this is going to be an exciting podcast. Me sitting in silence, thinking. Um, okay, I should put the background music back there, like the Japanese theme music or something. Um, all right. I'm going to say Tokyo Disney has the highest, and it is. This is a shot in the dark. Uh, uh, it is 199 feet tall. Sorry, that would be incorrect. So the correct answer is the Enchanted Storybook Castle in Shanghai, oh. and, it, and it's 197 feet tall. Okay, I'm actually very proud of myself on the height that I was close yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> you know why they don't go above 200 feet? It's the planes, isn't it? It's, exactly. It's, uh, yeah. If you had to, put, if you put it above 200 feet, they'd have to put a blinking red light on top. And that would ruin all the theming, so can't do that. All right, we're into round two now. These questions are worth two points apiece. We're tied for the moment, 1-1. One, one. So you should know this one because you recently watched this movie and we did an episode on it. Oh, goodness. What is the name of the ship in Wally? The Axiom. That is correct. Nice job. Yay! Okay, so you don't get any points on that. In the opening logo for Walt Disney Pictures, what direction does the glowing arch move? left to right or right to left it moves right to left very good very good interesting right it's one of those things that if you don't really pay attention to it you don't think about it no and and you'd think almost with like how the western world reads Mm -hmm. it would be left to right because that's how most people read but no it's it's definitely right to left All right. Well, we both got our answers right there. So that makes me feel a little bit better. So we're still tied one to one. We're in round three, which means that these next questions are worth three points. So in the movie Hercules, Zeus makes Pegasus out of what sky material? I think it's a cloud. That is absolutely correct. It is clouds. Yes. Awesome. So you don't get any points there. You, you, right. you said, you said, uh oh, there was Hercules, not a movie you're real familiar with. Um, you know, I've seen it a couple times. It's, it's one of those movies that I haven't watched it a hundred million times, but I've watched it. I want to say a handful of times. Nate puts it up, puts it on occasionally. And it's a fun movie. The, the graphics and the music are fun. I just, it's not one that I, I know, like, I mean, I could quote Aladdin back like the back of my hand of course you're gonna have an aladdin question i'm gonna screw it up but uh (laughs) but yeah i could i could quote um aladdin like the back of my hand but but when it comes to hercules not so much so all right number two um this is kind of a follow-up to the last question i just asked you it's again about the walt disney pictures logo so okay the walt disney pictures logo debuted in 1985 okay with what sequel live action movie featuring a young female actress in her debut role still learning her craft now got what you guys don't know and i've already told matt and we kind of mentioned this um we kind of provided hints in some of these questions so this is one of those questions matt where there is a hint built into the question 
Okay, this isn't helpful, but I know that Black Cauldron came out in 1985. It but, did. Um... In fact, there's, there's that, that was the um, first time that the logo was used uh, with music. Hmm, so, interesting. so with with the sound, this 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 particular movie uh, predates that, but it, it it did not use the music with it. Interesting. I I honestly have no idea. I cannot I cannot place it. All right, the movie is Return to Oz, and the oh. actress was Feruza Balk, who would later go on to star in the movie The Craft. Oh, See what I did there with that, with that hint? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, so that puts me in the lead right now. I've got four points. You've got one point, Matt. We're moving into um, round four. Have at it, my friend. Which... MCU movie did Ooh. Thanos make his first appearance on screen in? So which MCU movie did Thanos make his first on appearance on screen appearance in? All right. It is either, and I've got to think about this. It is either Guardians of the Galaxy or Avengers, I want to say. Mm. I want to say it's Guardians of the Galaxy because I think it's I think it's the point Oh my god, hold on. Because I know there's two. I think he does two different cameos. One where he's just kind of looking on and he smiles. He doesn't say anything. And then there's another one where he goes, "Fine, I'll do it myself." And I think that's the second one. I want to say Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, that is wrong. It is actually the Avengers. It is, is it a, really? It's uh, a mid-credit scene, and all you see is him turn around and smile, and that's okay. It. I knew, I knew the scene. I knew the scene. Okay, so am I wrong though? Doesn't Guardians of the Galaxy isn't, isn't there a scene at the end? Gar where no, Guardians of the Galaxy. Trying? Guardians of the Galaxy. He's in the movie. He does that whole like conversation with Ronan the Accuser. You're right. About, yeah. You're right. Okay, and that that comes after Avengers, obviously. So. Yes. So so what was the movie then where he goes? Fine, I'll do it myself. Fine. I'll do it myself. Ooh, that one is, um, I want to say that was one of the Thor movies? Yes, I think it's Dark World. I, I think, think it's, it's Dark World. World. You're right. Okay, well, hey, at least I'm not crazy. I knew the scene existed. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, know, you knew the scene. All right, cool. Well, you just got four points here, so now you're up to five, I'm to four, so if I can get this one here, I can keep the momentum going. See, I like this points thing. This is good. Oh, yeah, this makes it high stakes. All right, here's one for you, bud. Considering how big of a Sorcerer Mickey fan you are, and we are the Sorcerer Network, how many stars were present on the Sorcerer Mickey hat seen inside Disney's Hollywood Studios from 2001 to 2015 before it was torn down? How many stars? How many stars? Okay, so here's the question. I know there are three stars on Mickey's hat. The question is... Is that the same amount that were on the giant hat? You know, I'm, I'm going to go with Disney kept a theme. I'm going to say three. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. There were actually six stars oh. on the hat inside the parks. I mean, that makes sense, but but I was going going with the theming there. That's okay. You're right, three, though. There were three on his regular hat. So I was going to do that one originally, but I wasn't sure if it changed based on when you saw him in the movie. Like, if you know, I think what the reason why there's probably six is there's probably three on the front and three on the back. And since, you know, 
animations uh 2d art you can only ever see the three which is why i think there's only three so well and also it was what an 80 foot hat like <laughs> you 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 needed i uh, probably just more stars to fill out the amount of real estate you had mm-hmm. all right you're up next uh currently it's uh eight to five i'm, I'm beating you by three points right now all right this so is, this is question five worth, yeah this is worth five points all right Name the three games that are entered into in Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, there's the war game. There's, clearly there's Wreck-It Ralph, and that's the second one. So Wreck-It Ralph, or Fix-It Felix, Fix Felix is the first one. So that's that's one. The Vanellope's game. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> ah, Vanellope's game, and then there's the, the 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 war game that Jane Lynch's character comes from, but I can't remember the name of it. Oh, I'm gonna lose five points over stuff that I know. I just don't know the name. <laughs> so, I, I, as you're thinking, I am gonna give you. I, I'll give you Fix It, Felix, but it's technically Fix It, Felix Junior. Ah, as I'm sure enough. some fair Disney enough. fan is yelling at their radio right now, yes. but I'll, I'll give it. To you. Uh, yeah, the other two, I, I mean, I know it's the war game that Jane Lynch's character comes from. And, and again, I'm blanking on Vanellope's game, which I feel like an idiot. I can't believe that I'm, I'm blanking on that. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you when you're going to go, oh my gosh. So it is Hero's Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like and, Call of Duty, except it's Disney's version of it. Yeah. And Sugar Rush. Yeah, Sugar Rush. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you. So um, I was talking to one of our, our listeners last night. Um, so first of all, our podcast is starting to get really popular, right? And so one of our listener, listeners, my, my friend who I, I know from my former employer, Sharif, he listens to this with his 10-year-old son, right? His 10-year-old son, his name's Aiden. And, and every night before they go to bed, they like to listen to a podcast. And so I guess his 10-year-old son has requested the Beers and Ears podcast a couple of times. And so I guarantee you, Aiden is listening to this right now going, how did you miss that, Casey? How did you miss that? So You're, you're going to hear about it. I, Aiden, I really hope that you got those right because I totally got them wrong. I told I told Sharif last night, I said, what, what's your son's name? Because I want to make sure I mention him by name in the podcast. So anyway, all right. So that gives you five points. I feel oh my goodness i think you all at the moment you've taken the lead i i have got to stump you here so all right all right i'm gonna give you one that i don't know if you'll know the answer to this i think you'll get one of them but i don't know if you're gonna get the second part okay okay john goodman is no stranger to playing various characters in disney and pixar movies Besides playing Sully in Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University, and playing Sullivan Truck in Cars, and playing Baloo in The Jungle Book 2, what two other characters has he played in animated movies either by Disney or Pixar? Okay, well... Okay, uh, this is a great time to enter into uh, a fact about me, and it is... The Emperor's New Groove is my uh, favorite movie. Yes, it is. I knew that. Did you see the post that Sharif put in our Beers and Ears podcast group today? Absolutely. Um, that, that, that's the Sharif I was talking about. He's my he's, he's my friend from my, my previous employers. So. Yes. Cusco yes. is the king right now of no touchy. Yes, no touchy. So, so Hacha is, yep. is the is the one there. Um, yeah, and, and it's he's both Emperor's New Groove and Kronk's New Kronk's New Groove as well. So yes, he reprises yeah. his role there. Um, so the second one though. 
I do actually know this. Oh. Um, at least I think I do. Um, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's a little bit disguised because he's doing an accent. But I believe it is Big Daddy LeBeau from uh, Princess and the Frog. Nicely done, sir. Yes, you got it. Yep, Eli Ooh. Big Daddy LaBeouf from The Princess and the Frog. Ooh. Nice job. All right, well. Uh, okay, you, I, I, I'm you proud have of that one. taking the lead, so. So, my next question. All right, this, this is actually a good follow-up question then. So, John Ratzenberger, uh, who, who voices Ham in Toy yep. Story, yep. has voiced a character in every single Pixar movie. Yes. Name three other characters that he has voiced. And obviously the Toy Story sequels don't count. So. Yes, the Toy Story, yeah, Toy Story sequels don't count. Right, and, so, and you can describe them to me. Some of them don't really have names. So yeah. if you can like just say, hey, the you know, it's it's this person or this character. Yeah, and, yeah we'll give it to you. All right. So he plays John and Wally. We talked about that um, uh, last time. So he plays Excellent. The, That's the one. character John, the, the guy who falls off the chair on the ship. Um, all right. Next up... Um, he actually plays a pretty main character in Cars. I know, I know he does, and I, I'm just trying to think who it is at the moment. Oh, duh! Hello, Mac. He plays Mac Truck. Yep, that's two. All right, so he plays Mac Truck. I say I know his voice in Cars. I know that. So okay, so now we got to go for the third one here. All right, um, other other tentpole um, Disney Disney franchises. What is he? Oh, he plays. Um, uh, doesn't he play Mr. Ray in Finding Nemo? He is not Mr. Ray. Not Mr. Ray. Well, then what, what would his voice be? You're right, he's not Mr. Ray. I thought he was Mr. Ray. All right. So it, it does sound similar. I see why you think of that. But I'll give you another yeah. chance. I'll give you another chance right. on that. I would think that he would have to be one of the, 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 the fishes that Nemo meets in the fish tank. He is not. Um, no, so then I don't know. For uh, I'm going to actually run down the whole list for okay. our listeners who may have gotten. So obviously Ham from Toy Story. P.T. Flea from A Bug's Life. Okay. Um, he's the abominable snowman in Monsters, Inc. All right. He is the school of, of fish that Dory and Marlin meet that give them directions to the EAC. They, like, you know, really? reshape into, like, it's in that direction. And, they're, yeah, they're, that's what he is in, in Finding Nemo. The Underminer in Incredibles. All right. Um, he's the waiter uh, in Ratatouille. Um, he is Tom the construction worker in Up. He's Gordon the guard in Brave. Fritz in Inside Out, which you might know, he installs the um, new uh, board when Riley starts growing right. up. Um, right. Earl the Velociraptor in The Good Dinosaur, Bill the Crab in Finding Dory, Dory and Juan or- Ortodoncia, there's how great I am at Spanish, at Coco, and um, Fenwick, the construction worker in Onward. Hmm, okay. Well, see, remember what I told you about Pixar? I am not the biggest fan of Pixar movies and so you know some of those characters in fact I'd say four or five of those movies I've never seen so that that would be probably part of it but yeah okay fair enough well you got your six points there sir so that puts us you're at 16 points right now I'm at a measly eight let me see if I can can get some big point rounds coming up though we do have some big point rounds coming up okay um what character makes a cameo as graffiti in Disney Pixar's Zootopia? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, let me think here. 
So I'm gonna go with Zootopia came out in 2016, which means I'm gonna hope that some of the Easter eggs are around that time. So I'm gonna go with um, Baymax from Big Hero 6. That is incorrect. Actually, the whole idea of being around that time is what worked against you here. In fact, this particular character is the oldest Disney character around, uh, drawn in 1927, known as Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Interesting. He is actually drawn in a forgotten subway station, and it's an inside joke. It's kind of a meta joke because Oswald was forgotten for decades before he was bought back in 2007 or 2008 uh, with a trade with NBC Universal. So yes, wow. it's, I came across that little ditty as I was searching. I was like, wow. And Oswald, by the way, is my favorite character of all the characters. So I was like, I got to put that one in there. That's awesome. I'm going to have to go back and watch that movie now and, and uh, pause that scene. <laughs> yep. So at the moment, you are at 16. I am at 14. So you lead me by two points. This next question is worth seven points. Okay, so we got four more to go. All right, here we go. So this is a true, two truths and a lie. All right. Which one of these is not a restaurant in the Disney universe? We have the Leaping Lizard Pub. The Lucky Cat Cafe, and Mudka's Meat Hut. Uh, I'm going to say Mudka's Meat Hut. Okay, see, you need to watch The Emperor's New Groove a lot more. <laughs> it's not one of my favorites. I, I, I personally don't like that movie, um, but apparently I was incorrect. So, all right, so, what, what, so which one was not correct? So the Leaping Lizard Pub I totally made up. The Lucky Cat Cafe is um, the cafe that um, is in Big Hero 6. All right. And then Mudka's Meat Hut is uh, the restaurant that Pacha and Cusco go to as they're running from Yzma. All right. All right. Well, I've got to get this. I've got to get stumpy on this one or I have no hope here. So, all right. This is a fun one. Okay. How many times does Luxo Jr., the lamp from Pixar, have to jump on the eye of the Pixar logo before he pushes it into the ground? Okay, hang on. So for those of you that cannot see me, which is all of you, I am now <laughs> bouncing. Uh, I'm imagining I am the lamp bouncing. All right. I'm going to say four. So close, but it's actually five. That final jump is the big jump that pushes it down. So oh, it's actually yeah, five. Yep. I did yep. miscount there. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's a fun one though, right? Well, that is a fun one. That's a good question. All right, you're up next. I guess uh, we referenced Big Hero 6 earlier, so name the six members of Big Hero 6. Yeah, you're, yeah, I, oh my God. All right, you've got Hero, you've got Baymax, you've got Fred. Yep. Uh, um, the other three, uh, <laughs> the cat. <laughs> I don't know if the cat's part of it or not. <laughs> no, the cat is uh, not part of it. So I don't. What's his name? Hirochi or Hirochi something? Uh, no, I have no idea. Um, I've seen that movie exactly one time. It was a decent movie, and I've never watched it since. Oh wow, that's what that's that's one of my modern favorites. So the other three are Wasabi, Go Go, and Honey Lemon. Oh, I knew Honey Lemon, and I think I knew Wasabi too. I knew the girl. I knew the girl. I just didn't know her name. All right, fair enough. Uh, not nice. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I mean, this is the last standard question I have, and the other two are going to be a little bit more intricate. So here we go. In Pocahontas, John Smith is voiced by famous actor Mel Gibson. However, what hero 
voices his young friend, Thomas. Oh, I absolutely know this. I 100% know this. It's Christian Bale. Darn it! You knew it! Darn it! No, it's not good. Is he going to make it, Thomas? Sooner he gets back to England, the better. Well, let's hope the wind is with him. Is the ship ready yet? Any minute now. Just loading the last bit of cargo. Ah, yes, it is Christian Bale. I actually had it as what hero do we need right now, but I wouldn't give you what give you too much of a hint, but you knew it anyway. So Yeah, that that uh, was, that's one of those like uh, uh, random facts that I know from uh, um, a couple like voice acting documentaries that I did. So or not right. did. I didn't do any of them. I watched them. All right. Well, I've got to get this one right or I'm not happy and not not good. So, all right, buddy, go ahead. Okay. Um so 14 Disney songs have won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. Can you name two of them? Beauty and the Beast is one. That is correct. That is one of them. Yep. And to give you a hint, we actually referenced this song on an earlier podcast. Oh, um, When You Wish Upon a Star? Absolutely. That is correct. Right. So the 14 songs, When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. Uh, Zippity Doodah from Song of the South. Yep. Chim Chimmery from Mary Poppins. I knew that, yeah. Beauty and the Beast that you referenced. Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Um, if I Didn't Have You from Monsters Inc. Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid. Really? A whole new, yeah, that one won. A Whole New World from Aladdin. Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. We Belong Together from Toy Story 3. Man or Muppet from The Muppets, which. That one best original song. It yeah. is a fan, it is a fantabulous song though. Great am song. Am I a man or am I a muppet of a man? <laughs> um, you'll be in my heart from Tarzan, right. and then the other one uh, that that is pretty common. Let it go from Frozen. You know, it's funny. I almost said let it go, but I couldn't remember if it actually won won the award or not. So, all right. Well, it's good. Well, hey, you know what? I went old school. I'm good with that. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, my question to you, this is question nine, right? We're still on question nine. So, yes. okay. If I can stump you here, we are within one point of each other, I believe. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to give you five Walt Disney World Resort hotels. Oh, snap. Put them in order from first built to latest built. So when they were first built to when they were the latest one built, okay? You don't have to worry about the years. I'll do those later. Just put okay. them in order from oldest to, to newest. Okay. Yacht Club, Fort Wilderness, Coronado Springs, All-Star Sports, and Grand Floridian. Okay, so uh, first of all, let, let me just say this: I have no idea. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, so uh, what I am what I am doing is making educated guesses here. Okay, I'm gonna lock this in. I, I think I got this. I'm gonna go Fort Wilderness, Grand Floridian, Coronado Springs Yacht Club All Star Sports. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. I'm sticking with my gut. So close, but you're not correct. All right, so I get nine points, and I'm going to go ahead and lay this out for you. So yes, please. You're correct. Fort Wilderness was the very was part of the very first group of hotels built built on October 1st, 1971, and it was built alongside the Poly and the Contemporary. That whole monorail stretch right there. Yeah. It wouldn't be until almost 17 years later that the Grand Floridian was built on June 28th, 1988. Wow. 
it was the same year that Caribbean Beach opened, which was a little bit later in, in November. Okay. Then the Yacht Club opened November 5th, 1990. So just about two years after that. And Beach Club, which is right next door, opened 14 days later on November 19th. So Fort Wilderness, Grand Floridian Yacht Club. So you had you had put Coronado Springs there in number three. It was actually yeah. All Star Sports was number four. It was built on April 29th, 1994. And here's an interesting fact. Music would open later that year in November, but movies would not open until 1999. Wow. Uh-huh. It's that but, recent. Holy cow. Yeah, but I just was shocked that, you know, because that's like, you think of All Star movies, you know, sports at music is kind of being like these three resorts that are together. But in reality, movies opened five years later. Wow. And then finally Coronado Springs opened August 1st, 1997. So of the five that I gave you, it was the most recent of them. I had that one pegged earlier. I don't know why. Um, maybe it's cause it just got a redo. I thought it was older than it was. That makes sense. Right now, we are a one-point difference. Matt, you have 31 points, and I have 30 points. So this this particular question is the make-or-break question. Okay, so it is a movie-related question. All right. And I will give you a hint after I, uh, after I ask it. All right. What is the name of Marlon's wife, and ergo Nemo's mom, in Finding Nemo? And it is something that you find in the sea. So it is ocean related. Ooh. Ooh. Good choice for a last question, dude. Yeah, I, when I saw this one, I was like, this is so good. Because, I mean, in the beginning of the movie, he screams this name out. Like, because he's trying to find his wife. And I was like, oh, okay. This, that, I, I like this question. This is a good question. I'm going to go with coral. Like, you find, like, coral reef. Casey, you are 1,000% correct. I got it right? Are you serious? Coral. It is coral. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had, I had, did not did not anticipate that. Wow. I don't know. I just, in my mind, I'm like, okay, what is a female name? Something you can find in the ocean. You know, they live, they live, you know, kind of in that, that, that reef, right? So I was like, coral, coral reef. That makes sense. Wow. I got that right. Nice. Okay. Right. So I need, I need this one to secure the win. Yes, and this is a this is a this isn't this is a go with me question. So, um, you need to write down what I'm about ready to to give you. So make sure you have a pen and paper handy. Okay, right? I'm ready. All right. So, are you familiar with the game Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Um, kind of, but please describe it to okay. me and other okay. listeners that may have no okay. idea what's going on. That's okay. So the idea here is that. Basically, within seven degrees or within seven different people or movies or connections, any actor or movie or anything in Hollywood can be traced back to Kevin Bacon in some way. So we're going to play a game that I like to call Seven Degrees of Disney Talent. I'm going to give you seven movies that that seemingly have nothing in common with one another at all. And Ooh. your job is to trace one of the actors or talent or something about that movie, specifically related to the actors or crew on the movie, to the next movie on the list 
until you can find all of the connections that lead to the end. All right. Ooh, I'm totally into this. I love this question. All right. now, here's the kicker. This is the only question I'm giving you that has a time limit with it though. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you 90 seconds to think about this. You're going to get basically a minute and a half to kind of work your way through this and then give me your final answers. Is that fair? Okay. So, I'm, so just, just to be clear, I'm looking for the one actor crew, like person, essentially there's a person that yep. connects these seven movies that seemingly are unconnected. K- kind of, they don't all connect to one another. So basically I'm going to give you these, these movies. And so you'll start with the first movie and say, okay, this actor in this movie also plays this actor in this next movie in the chain. Okay. All right. All right. Makes sense. Yes. It makes okay. sense. I think I got it. So here, here are the seven movies. Movie number one, Hook. Okay. Movie number two, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Movie number three, Back to the Future. Movie number four, Stuart Little. Movie number five, The Lion King. Movie number six, Star Wars. And movie number seven, Hook. Your 90 seconds. Do you have them all down? Wait, so we start and end with Hook? We sure do. Your 90 seconds starts now. You can start thinking out loud, too. Oh, my goodness. Um, Wow. Start with the first one. Start with Hook and Roger Rabbit. What actor connects those two? Um, well, okay, so I'm going to start in in the middle because the connection between Roger Rabbit and Back to the Future is Christopher Lloyd. Because Christopher Lloyd plays the judge and he plays, obviously, the doc in Back to the Future. Yeah, that's perfect. Um... And then I will, um, um, from Back to the Future, I'm going to say that, um, oh, I'm totally blank. Matthew J. Fox, right? Michael J. Fox, yeah. Michael J. Fox, Matthew J. Fox. Oh, that's embarrassing. Michael J. Fox, does he voice Stuart Little? He does. Nicely done. I have never seen Stuart Little in my life. Neither have I. <laughs> so, neither have I. I just Googled movies that Michael J. Fox Fox voices characters in and that popped up. So there you go. So right. this is now my problem in getting to from Stuart Little yeah. to Lion King. I have no idea of anything in... Because um, um, clearly the Lion King to Star Wars is the James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones yeah. being Mufasa and 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 going to Star, uh, Star Darth Vader, obviously, in Star Wars. Ooh, but I, I do not know Hook Hook to Roger Rabbit, Stuart Little Lion King, and Star Wars to Hook. I, I I have no idea, partly because I am unfamiliar with some of the movies. I'm gonna but... take the, I'm gonna take the timer off because you're past your ninety seconds at this point. So Yeah. So you so okay, so I, yeah, I have no idea. I I'm, I'm I'll wave the white flag here. Alright, so in other words, I, I won, right? Yeah, I got I got winner my... of our of our first Diz games. In, in fairness, I told you this was going to be a doozy. So, all right. This is a fun one, though, right? When you think oh, about it. This so, is really fun, yeah. All right. So here's here's the connections, and you're going to be blown away by the last one. So Hook, which is obviously a non-Disney movie, but it's a Disney se- or it's a sequel to Disney's Peter Pan. Bob Hoskins plays Smee in Hook and also plays Eddie Valiant in Roger Rabbit. In Roger Rabbit, Christopher Lloyd plays the judge, like you said, and also plays Doc in Back to the Future. So far, so good? Yes. 
Michael J. Fox plays Marty McFly and then also plays Stuart Little in Stuart Little. In Stuart Little, Nathan Lane plays a character named Snowbell and also plays Timon in The Lion King. Okay. Now in The Lion King, James Earl Jones plays Mufasa and then also voices Darth Vader in Star Wars. The final connection... I was blown away by. And the reason why we ended in Hook is I had no idea. There's actually two connections of Star Wars to Hook. In Star Wars, Carrie Fisher plays Princess Leia. We all know that. And George Lucas directs Star Wars, right? Yes. They, have you seen Hook? Oh yeah, absolutely. I love that movie. Do you know the scene? I don't know if it's the one that happens at the end or if this is one that happens when, I think it's the one that happens when uh, uh, Peter is off to Never Neverland and Tinkerbell is carrying him. There's a scene where there's a couple on a bridge kissing and they get lifted up by the magic. That huh? is Carrie Fisher and George Lucas in an uncredited cameo. Interesting. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. Isn't that awesome? I, I saw that. And, and the reason why it took me a couple minutes extra to get online with you today is because I was like, I got to get one more in here. And then suddenly that came up and I'm like, wait, Carrie Fisher's not in Hook. Like, but I had no idea that Carrie Fisher and George Lucas were the kissing couple in Hook. Interesting. I know. That is wild. What a connection. Hook, right. Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future, Stuart Little, The Lion King, Star Wars, Back to Hook. Seven, seven degrees of Disney. How cool is that? That's cool. That's awesome. Not, not quite all Disney, obviously, but Disney related in some yeah, way. That's still a good question. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Matt, did you have a good time? I had a blast. I'm figuring we will probably do this again. <laughs> I agree. And so here I'm going to put a challenge out to any of our listeners. If you have some fun Disney related trivia, um, don't put it in the Facebook page, but instead get a hold of one. If you want to like help Matt out with his next set of questions, you want to help me out with my next set of questions, just message us privately and get it out there and, and, you know, we'll look at it and possibly use it. So, um, cause again, neither one of us knew what the other person had cooked up and these were some good questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we had some really good ones were. in there. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Matt, um, uh, I am the current reigning champion of the Diz Games Challenge Round 1, but we will do this again. Um, uh, if they need to get a hold of us collectively, how can they do that, sir? Absolutely. Uh, Beersandears1928 at gmail.com is our email. To let you guys know, we share this email, so if you send a question to that email, we're both going to see it. <laughs> so yeah, Don't want to do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, and Beersandears1928 on Twitter and Instagram, same thing. Um, we share that account, so don't send us stuff there. So uh, for me, you can actually find me at Sorcerer Matt on Twitter. Um, that is probably going to be your best bet. Or you can find me if you're friends with me on Facebook, you can find me or uh, find some way to get a hold of us. Um, you can also message or email us and be like, hey, I have a good question for Matt. Um, how do I get it to him without Casey knowing or, or vice versa? Yeah. Um, so definitely find us. Um, and as always with the podcast, rate and review us five stars, leave a review that really helps us out. Absolutely. And we're now available on 
all of the platforms at this point. Uh, at this point, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and officially Google has picked us up. Uh, it, it's updating a little bit slower than other ones, but we are still there. So be on the lookout for new episodes as they come out. Guys, it has truly been a great time. I know this was a longer than normal episode, but I want to definitely say it was totally worth it. And uh, let's look forward to some more Diz challenges, Diz game challenges in the future. So, Matt, uh, time to wrap it up. Have a great day, guys. All right. See you next time, everybody.